bringing you what matters today in markets for Market Matters. I'm James Gerrish. It is 8.06 on Monday, the 8th of May. Good morning to you all. It was a, uh, a very positive session over on Wall Street all the way back on Friday's session. A bit of respite in the banking space, a bit more money flowing into the growth-orientated sectors with a bounce back uh, in the commodity complex uh, really playing out over there. And that drove a sharply high US market. Uh, so the Dow Jones put on 546 points, 1.65%. Uh, S&P was up 1.85%. And the NASDAQ was the outperformance up 2.13%. We're continuing to see a strong outcome from US technology companies. Some of the large caps uh, that reported last week did spectacularly well. Uh, in terms of uh, the big driver on the market on Friday night, it was a, uh, a very strong rally in Apple. Uh, they reported uh, aftermarket the prior night, they um, saw a big uptick in uh, iPhone sales, or at least it was a lot better than what the market was expecting. So when Apple's up nearly 5%, that goes a long way to drive the broader market higher. Uh, in terms of just staying on the US for a second, we've got a couple of companies that we own reporting this week. So we've got PayPal, which is out tonight. Uh, we've got the Trade Desk, which is out on the 10th. We've got Disney out on the 10th as well. And we've got one of our more recent positions, Yeti Holdings, uh, out on the 11th, all reporting quarterly numbers uh, over in the, uh, in the US. In terms of bond markets on Friday's session, Bond yields were higher. Uh, this came on the back of stronger than expected US uh, non-farm payrolls uh, data. So uh, it came in, um, uh, top of my head, I think it was about 250-odd thousand in terms of 253,000 it was in terms of the change in non-farm payrolls. The market was looking for 185,000 uh, new jobs added. Uh, so obviously that was a stronger than expected number. The unemployment rate dipped to 3.4%. Um, that was down from 3 3.5% and it was also well below the surveyed result or expect expected result of 3.6%. You look through the composition of those numbers as well. So in terms of average hourly earnings, so they're up 0.5%. Um, the, the market was looking for a 0.3% advance and staying stable on the prior period. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's pointing to a stronger employment situation over in the US and it's going to be interesting to see how that flows into the inflation data that's due out this Wednesday over in the US market. Uh, so we're expecting core CPI to be 5.5% uh, when uh, that is released on Wednesday. The Fed will have two chances to look at CPI before the June decision on rates. So um, uh, they'll uh, obviously those two figures will be very instrumental in whether or not Jerome Powell, etc., uh, hike when they uh, at their next uh, Fed meeting. Uh, the market um, thinks it's a possibility, but is not pricing a meaningful chance of that happening um, at this stage. As I said, in terms of um, commodity markets, crude oil was sharply higher. It was back up. It was up about four percent on the session. Brent trading at 75, 71. Copper prices were higher, so up 0.3%, but the, it was a pretty strong move across the copper stocks over in the US, US market. So copper's trading at 388 a pound. Iron ore was dipped below 100 in terms of the futures, so trading at 99.50 after a lot of last week out for um, Chinese holidays. Coal prices were lower uh, on the session, so the active contract um, is uh, is trading um, down at $168.50. So the active 
contract is the June futures. So June futures in terms of coal are trading at $168.50. Um, gold was down on the session. So it was down on Friday night, but it's down again in early Asian trade this morning. So it's trading at um, 2015 an ounce. It was nearly up to 2050 an ounce at the back end of last week. So some weakness uh, expected coming through into the gold stocks here locally. Uh, the ETS we track over in US market to get a read on our commodity sectors here. Uh, the lithium ETF was uh, up 2.6%. The copper ETF, as I alluded to before, was up 3.5% and the uranium ETF put on 3.71%. The US dollar index was pretty flat on Friday's session despite the weaker than expected, um, or the stronger than expected payrolls number, I should say. Uh, dollar index is trading at 101 spot 26, uh, and the Aussie dollar was higher, so it's now trading at 67 spot 54. It was back below 67 at the um, uh, towards the end of last week. BHP over in the US had a really strong session. It was up nearly 4.5% in terms of the ADRs. The strength in the Aussie dollar will probably take some of that out of it, uh, but still a positive session over in the US for BHP nonetheless. Uh, SPY futures uh, are, are, are pricing in all this positivity I've just spoken about, so they're up 64 points this morning. Uh, a couple of things catching my eye. Westpac reports or has reported uh, first half earnings this morning. So it um, uh, looks to be an inline result. So net profit of $4 billion, up 22% um, on PCP. Uh, that came off revenue of about $11 billion. All of those two numbers were in line. EPS of $1.14 uh, was up up 26%, but again in line with expectations. Dividend per share for the half was $0.70 cents in line uh, and a 15% increase in uh, the PCP. A uh, couple of interesting things I took out of the result. Expenses for the half were down 1%, so they're doing pretty well in terms of um, uh, cost management there. Uh, cost control, they've spoken previously about that, uh, so that's a, um, a good outcome in terms of the cost management side. 90-day delinquencies were down one basis points. They're at um, 0.68%, so yeah, asset, qu asset quality and credit quality remain, um, uh, remain positive. Core NIM... So the net interest margin came in at 1.9%, but the exit margin for the period was 1.88%. And they did make a point of calling out that the NIM peaked in October of 2022 and has been tracking lower since. We've heard this from both ANZ and NAB uh, at the back end of last week, who uh, suggested that NIMS had peaked and competition in the space was eroding some of the benefits from higher interest rates in terms of, of margins. But that core NIM result of 1.9 was, was, was reasonably strong and the exit is still 1.88%. So uh, the reduction is only mild at the moment. Uh, so a reasonable result looks to be for, um, uh, for Westpac this morning. In terms of uh, other companies that uh, should get you across this morning, so broker moves today, ALS cut to hold at Jefferies, 1350 price target, Insurance Australia Group rated new buy at Jefferies, 574 price target, Iluca raised to outperform at Macquarie, 1230 price target, Orica raised to overweight at JP Morgan, 1720 price target, QBE rated new buy at Jefferies, 1808 price target and Suncorp rated new buy at Jefferies, 1445 um, uh, uh, price target. Interesting, I was reading the um, uh, the short thesis on ICANN Enterprises um, 
uh, overnight, which has been put out by Hindenburg. And Jefferies gets a lot of mentions uh, in that as the broker flogging their stock at a massive premium to NTA to fund uh, super high dividends. So they feature heavily in that short report. Worth a read if you've got a spare hour or two. Um, quite interesting stuff. Uh, in terms of um, economic news out on the docket today, so uh, April NAB uh, business conditions uh, and confidence due out at 11.30, uh, March private sector houses uh, due out at 11.30 as well and, new, and, and building approvals. So building approvals will be interesting. So um, they're estimated to be up 3%, uh, down from 4% the prior period. So uh, building approvals, one to watch this morning. In terms of the Market Matters report, it's Monday, so Macro Monday is going to be in your inboxes by 9.45 this morning. So keep an eye out for that where we get you right across all the macroeconomic influences that you should um, understand. Uh, and it does filter into how we're positioning portfolios at this current time. So keep an eye out for that at 9.45. As always, thanks for starting your day with Market Matters.